Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Four day weeks every week. <laughs> I don't know. I almost, when I was getting ready this morning, I'm like, I almost feel like this makes it harder. I was so not in the mindset of working for so many days. Yeah. It's Thursday and I still can't get a grip on it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been tough. It's been so hard. I don't know how to recover. <laughs> I, I will say that, uh, I don't think we'll, we're supposed to get any rain until September. Uh, no, we're supposed to get straight flames. 90, let's see, the 96 starts on Sunday and does not stop until next Friday. Yeah. <laughs> when our relief is 87. Right. <laughs> it's going to get hot. Yeah. So uh, say goodbye to your lawns again. This will be the second time this year. Uh, first day of school is yesterday for the kids and they both survived. Let's go. No tears. No tears. We'll see what, we'll see what happens next week mm. when my wife can't take Leo to his classroom. Oh, like walk him there? Yeah. So oh. so they like do the whole, you can walk your kid's class, you know, show them around the school or whatever, get them to their classroom mm. when they walk in the door. Because a lot of times, you know, you're disoriented as a child, an open house and all that kind of stuff. Anyways, uh, we'll see what happens Monday when he has to walk in that building by, by himself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think overall, it was a good first day. It was a good first day back. And you know what was even better? It was so quiet at the house. Oh my gosh. Everybody loved it. You are lucky that that because of your job and like your situation, you have that time at your house that like you can tell a difference when yeah. it's school season and when it's not. And you oh. can really enjoy those couple of hours. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty awesome yesterday. We've got Jelly Roll tickets at eight o'clock. One of your final chances to win those tickets at eight o'clock with the big three. So if you want to go to that Jelly Roll show on Saturday, uh, join us at eight. Thanks for hanging out. It's 92.3 W.I.L. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 W.I.L. Do you remember a few weeks ago whenever we speculated about Morgan Wade having a possible relationship with one of the Real Housewives cast members. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are doubling down. Okay. So it's Kyle Richards of the Hilton family. Recently, um, earlier this summer, she announced uh, that she was separating from her husband of like 20 or 30 years or something. And around that same time, fans started noticing that the singer Morgan Wade was hanging out with her a lot. They had matching tattoos. Mm -hmm. They were wearing matching jewelry. And... It just seemed like a very unlikely pair of friends because Kyle Richards is like 25 years older than Morgan Wade. Morgan Wade's this very tattooed, broody artist. Kyle Richards comes from this rich, rich Beverly Hills family. It just makes not a lot of sense from the outside if you're judging the book by the cover. And everybody here is like, oh, they must be um, doing it, you know? (laughs) And For lack of a better way to say that. <laughs> and it spiraled. It took off and so many headlines came out about it. So now Morgan Wade, she's got a new song out, a new music video. She thought it would be the perfect time to fuel the fire a little bit. The new music video is called Fall in Love With Me. And guess who is playing the love interest? Mrs. Kyle Richards. Yeah, this video starts off. The whole thing is racy and suggestive. I'll yes. say that. 
Like, you know how in, in hip hop, a lot of the songs are very racy and like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think of like a Nicki Minaj. Yeah, there's or like, not much yeah. to the imagination. This is like as far as you can go in the country music world. So I haven't watched the whole thing. I've only seen little clips. So they're I guess a, I... They're in a bathtub together. They're licking <laughs> envelopes very slowly. Uh, Morgan Wade is pouring water all over herself. Yeah. It's, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's very racy. And she's going to be at the Evolution Festival. We were talking about that too. She is going to be at the Evolution Festival on the, um, I forget if it's the 25th or the 26th, but... But yeah. I know the link's on the WIL website if you are a huge Morgan Wade fan. Because she, she is really like climbing her way up this country music ladder. And I think moments like this where she's getting the headlines and the clickbait and more eyes on her, mm-hmm. it's only better for her career in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. She and Kyle did an interview at the set of the movie or the music video shoot. And they did explain that they are not together and they're just an unlikely pair of friends. I've done several music videos and every time there's someone in it with me, they always assume we're dating. If you get on the internet, you see people who are obsessed with, you know, us being friends and why we're friends and, you know, why I would be friends with you. Excuse uh, me, they're wondering why I'm friends with you, too. So they're talking about, you know, how they're an unlikely pair, but there's nothing romantic there. I personally don't agree. Did you post this video? I posted something to Instagram. Should I post it to the Facebook page or no? Yeah, yeah, you should. Oh, I should? It's not (laughs) too much? Okay, go see it there. Remy and Casey. What type of dog are you loyal to? What type of dog breed are you loyal to? 314-699-4766. Let us know on the text line. I bring this up because... My wife and I were talking and Maggie and Luna are newest dogs. I think they're two years with us at this yeah. point. We got them as puppies from friend of friend. And we also have a dog named Riley who is a golden retriever and is going to be 12 in October. But Maggie and Luna are mixes. They are lab German short hair pointer mixes. And the couple that we ended up getting them from were telling us their whole story about you know their dog story and everything and they were like we've only ever had german short hair pointers mm-hmm. that's it and i think they had one lab that they rescued but that's all we would ever get and i was like that's very like narrow you that know what is i mean very narrow and people <laughs> families will get like that yeah but the more i think about it when i was growing up we had a sheltie and i just i don't know they're, they're fine they're okay and then now that we've got these two dogs, I know for a fact that I am a golden retriever loyalist. What the hell is a Sheltie? <laughs> a Sheltie is like a collie, but it's a smaller version of it. It's a Shetland sheepdog. Sounds like someone that works at Hot Shots. It's like in the. <laughs> oh, these are so cute. Yes. Yeah. They're kind of they're kind of snippy, kind of aggressive a little bit. They're yeah. hurting dogs, but uh, after after all of the dogs that I've encountered in my life. I don't think I could ever not get a golden retriever going forward. It's just the best dog. There's no other, you you can't convince me any other way. I'm loyal to the golden retriever brand. I don't know. I don't know. I, so I had a beagle growing up. Never again. (laughs) I have obviously a Dalmatian. That's like our family dog. I would get hit by a car for this dog, but the attitude is unreal. Yeah. Like you got to be able to handle it. Yeah. Um, I never in my life thought I would have a pit bull. Here I am having a pit bull and I 
love him. Like he he completely blew away all my expectations of like dogs that I'll get in the future. Also, last year, whenever I was a puppy raiser for Got Your Six in Maryville, Illinois, uh-huh. I had a poodle, a standard size poodle. And I never in my life thought I would get have a poodle. Yeah. And that dog, I loved him. I would get another poodle in an instant. And so now I feel like I can't be a dog loyalist because every time I get a new one, yeah. I learn so much more. And that's the thing is, I didn't think that you in particular would be loyal to a dog breed because you were just a dog person in general. Yeah, just there's no ugly dogs. I just love them all. And that thing was on high, that was on, was on show when I was over at your house a couple weekends ago. Everything revolves around Zeus. Everything. It is the wildest thing. And maybe maybe after like having kids, I'm like, okay, maybe my world did revolve around our golden retriever when we didn't have kids. But now it's like, okay, Riley, you're good? Okay, cool. Oh no, he is my, I'm pretty sure he believes he, I birthed him. The way that you guys hacked around him, I I agree. Yeah. <laughs> but is there, are, are you only getting one dog for the rest of your life? What is that? Text line's already blown up. Let us know. 314-699-4766. What is that dog breed that you are loyal to? Great Dane says someone from the 636 Aussies and standard poodles as well. I'm a dog mm. groomer, so I see a lot of dogs. They're uh, so, those are like the nicest breeds, I swear. From the 636 uh, English Bulldogs. Had them since I was a kid. Growing up, always had German Shepherds. I have owned a Husky and will never get another. I hear that a lot. <laughs> They're very loud, apparently. Uh, the hair is unreal, but golden's for life from the 217. Mm. Courtney says a mini golden doodle. I didn't know they made them in mini versions. After our lab passed, I never wanted another dog, but our golden doodle is absolutely amazing. We'll never get another breed. I have three golden retrievers. Would never get anything else. I also had a Sheltie growing up, and goldens are the best. That's uh, from Crystal. I agree. I agree. I will say this. If I ever get land, I want a Swiss mountain dog. I think it'd be the coolest dog. Big old like St. Bernard looking thing. Oh, but is gosh. that a Beethoven? Kind of, but it's in that same like size wise, big dog. Are you going to be able to handle that slobber? Oh, like well, that, that kid turns his head and you're soaked. <laughs> if we live on, if we live on some land, he'll just be outside. Like, what's up? Okay. <laughs> Slobbering all over the chickens. <laughs> Uh, what dog breed are you loyal to? Let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Well, the Cardinals won the series, but unfortunately did not sweep the worst team in baseball. They lost to the A's 8 to nothing yesterday. Libertor said he reverted to... Oh, yeah, the worst team by far. I just learned that yesterday. <laughs> uh, Livator said he reverted to some bad habits in the first inning, which kind of set the tone for his outing. The Mets are in town for a four-game series starting tonight. It looks like we will see Wayno on the hill. Hopefully, he can turn his season around starting tonight. That would be fantastic. I really want to see him get to 200 wins, and I think he's still at 198. First pitch, it's 615 tonight. You say when you say um, that they're on the hill... Yeah. I always imagine them at like Ragazzi's. On the bump. Let me say that. No, because that makes me think of cocaine. Taking the rubber. Go on. Okay. (laughs) 
more to the Michael Orr story. This is the the guy the movie The Blind Side was written about. Uh-huh. And after we talked about it yesterday, from Michael's perspective, uh, Michael Orr actually knew that the Tui family were his legal conservators since 2011. He so, wrote a book about it. <laughs> so he has known. He's just now, like, is he taking action? No, now he, he still kind of is, like... This is what's weird to me is that he's still kind of claiming that he's just now finding out. But he wrote about it in a, in a book he wrote in 2011 called I Beat the Odds, From Homelessness to the Blind Side and Beyond. And apparently, and I saw this on the news last night, he tried to shake down the twoies for $15 million last year, but that was unsuccessful. So now this is his like second bid Ugh. to get some money. This is so tough and because... It's like, like I, I'm sure this is a great human, and we all know his story now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it, now that it's been so long, it's like it just looks like you're in it for the money, and now like it's so blurred. Yeah, and their lawyer says the Tui's lawyer says that they sold their business for like 220 million dollars or something, mm-hmm. so they don't, they don't need the money. So it's not like it's not like they were trying to steal anything from him with the conservatorship or whatever he's trying to claim. Anyways, there's more to the story as there always is. So it'll be interesting to see how this all kind of shakes out over the next uh, several months. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Britney Spears and husband getting a divorce. Saw this headline and was like, hmm. What's going on? And then I just went on living my life. <laughs> he said, I know Casey will cover that tomorrow. Yep. Britney Spears' husband, Sam Asgari, has wasted no time. He's filed for divorce after 14 months of marriage. Sam cited the usual irreconcilable differences. Is that how you say it? Irreconcilable differences. I got you. For the reason of ending the marriage. And, um... His lawyer's making rumblings that Sam will contest the prenup. The prenup obviously created to keep Britney's assets safe and separate. I don't know. I don't know. Anything. I heard there was cheating rumors. I heard, I heard there were cheating rumors. I also heard there him. was domestic violence rumors. Okay. I heard the cheating rumors were her, and that's why he's contesting the prenup. So I heard that too. Um, listen, I've never been married or divorced, but I'd be like, what does that have to do with my millions? Well, a lot of times these prenups will have like clauses in them that say if, you know, infidelity happens, then X, Y, and Z can happen. So it's like all in a contract, essentially. I guess so. It just feels, it feels like Britney Spears is so rich. That it feels like if there's a prenup made for her, it's got to be so tight that there's nothing, there's no way that this Joe Schmo can come in here and be married for a year and still get out with a check. What if she was cheating though? What if she was, what if, what if she was cheating? What does that have to do with her millions? I mean, if that's, I mean, again, I know nothing about any of this, Yeah. but I'm like. Well, like you marry a person and they're very rich and then they cheat on you and then you're just like. Slash a tire and leave. How are you supposed to go on living your life not in a mansion? 
or riding around in a Rolls Royce with a driver. I just I saw a picture of him in a very sporty car, and I was like, "Who bought that for you, Sam Asgari? Because I know for a fact you were a backup dancer until she met you on a music video shoot. Like, get real." And honestly, he doesn't really have to worry about much because all he's got to do is write a couple books, do a couple podcasts about his relationship with her, and, and he's is, good. No matter what happens with this prenup, like she is so rich, there's no way he gets out of this without a check, right? Sure. And it's just, I don't know. You know, you thought after the conservatorship was over that everything was going to be peaches and cream, but it's just not. It's just not. Especially because he was one of the biggest supporters. He was like one with the fans. Like, yes, this is my girl. We got to get her out of this situation. Down with Jamie Spears, her dad, and now this. So, I don't know. Maybe the rumors are true. Maybe she is... I fall back on our usual statement. She needs to get out of Hollywood and into Kirkwood. <laughs> into she Kirby, needs yes. to be living a normal life. Exactly. And breathe some clean air. We'll even give you Clayton. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Casey, to date, have you used any kind of artificial intelligence to aid you in your daily life? Um. Yes. Okay. Can you describe? Well, sometimes whenever... Like we play the game here at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. If I really am, I can't think of like one final question or I need a way to like format it, I'll go into a chat GPT and say, hey, help me make this game. And it will usually do that. That's, okay. I think, the only reason I've ever used it though. Okay. Yeah, I've done that before as well. It's good for ideas and things like that, especially right. ChatGPT. We had our uh, one of our video guys come into the studio the other day, like raving about how they're using it for thumbnails and titles and all of these different things on YouTube. And it's staying like it's here. It's going to stay. Yeah. And I don't think there's any other way around it. It's like if you can't beat it, join it kind of thing. So it might as well help you at this point until it becomes self-aware and takes over the world. In the meantime, let until it help Until then, we'll have it. Google is now trying to create an AI life coach. And it's not just an idea. It's in the works. And it could be out here in the next couple months. And what is a life coach? So I've done this before where I've I've had a life coach. We're still great friends. Her name is Christine. She's awesome. And it's basically like... Christine is the name of someone who is a life coach for <laughs> sure. It's basically like a therapist, but you don't you don't have all the schooling behind it. You know what I mean? So they will a lot they they help you navigate through business decisions and home life and you know if you've got career goals and just goals in general how to get to them and they're not even certified Well they go to some schooling I think a lot of times they have to get certified in but it's not it's not like technical I'm in college for this kind of thing. If you're in if you're a life coach hit us up on uh, the technicalities of all this cuz yeah. what there's some training involved. So what's this Google thing going to do? Like so, I'm I'm somebody and I'm looking for a life coach. What is the purpose? For instance, they said things like you could give this prompt. Uh, they taught it 21 different tasks to help people improve their problem solving, helping you plan ahead better, creating budgets, meal plans, just doling out life advice in general. They gave an example. They said, okay, so you type this in. A friend was in your wedding and and just invited you to theirs, but it's a destination wedding and you can't afford it. Hey, Google, how do I... What's the best response? How do I tell them I can't go? 
So, and they just kind of help you through things. So it yeah. is like an off-brand therapist. Kind of, yeah. It's an AI therapist. And because it's run through Google, is it free the way that Google Translate or, you know, other Google products are free? I would imagine, at least for the time being. Interesting. Uh, two people who have worked on it said that Google wants to make it smart enough to give solid answers to, quote, intimate questions about challenges in people's lives. And you know how, how specific those can be to each person's situation? and. Yeah. If you've ever typed in a prompt to chat GPT, it gives you a very, it gives you a very, uh, uh, generic response, I guess. Cause yes. it's basically like, <laughs> it's not a real, yeah. It's basically just ag it's an aggregate for like all of the search terms possible on the internet. Right. Uh, but it sounds like the AI life coach could be ready for prime time soon. They're having another AI company test it out right now. So in the near future, you could be asking Google much deeper questions than like, what's the weather and things like that. I'm interested. I'll give it a shot when it comes out. That could actually make for a fun bit here on the air. Isn't it kind of ironic that, uh, Isn't it ironic? <laughs> that there's a, a life coach that's actually lived no life. <laughs> <laughs> Remy and Casey. Back to school. Are you pro or anti sign in front of the house on the first day of school? The picture uploaded to Facebook. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Let me know on the on the uh, text line 314-699-4766. Did you take that photo on the front stoop before the kids went to school? I know that a lot of the Illinois schools are back in. Yeah. I don't know how many of the St. Louis and Missouri schools are back in yet. I think it's I think it's like pretty soon. Yeah, it's either this week or next or early next week. But uh, I just get a feeling that Casey you might think it's a little cringy. I do. <laughs> I remember I we didn't have like uh, first day of school traditions really other than running out the back door and my mom always saying, stand by the garage, I have to take the picture. The picture. And it, it was before like signs and things like mm -hmm. this in cases, first grade year. Mm -hmm. It was just literally me in a first day outfit. And I don't even think she knows where those photos are. Yep. And thank goodness I was raised before, I think Facebook came around when I was like 15 or 16. Yeah. I hope to God I'm not that parent. I'm sorry. And then no offense, no offense, but I really don't want to be someone that posts those. Well, I think that, I think that there will be another thing. There will be. It's always something There'll new. There'll be another thing, and then the younger generation will be like, ah. Like, do you know? Those Gen Zers, ah. Do you think they still make those picture frames where, like, it's it's uh, 12 of your little faces where they you put all your school pictures oh, yeah. in? They for sure still they make still those. They still do those? We had those for the kids in their first uh, 12 months of life. So you would take <laughs> you would take a picture every single month and put it on it. It's, it's interesting to see the growth in just a year yeah. of your child. Uh, but unfortunately, my iPhone decided to update about six months into Leo's life and uh, erased all of my photos. And I tried everything to get them back. And he's gone. And so we have two of those in our in our master bedroom. Emerson's is all filled in, in but Leo's is not. <laughs> and it starts at six months? It's, no, it ends at six months. It's like oh from newborn to six months and then he doesn't have anything after that. But uh, so, yeah, we, we took the pictures out in front of the house yesterday with the sign. He's getting his phone out. He's about to show me. And uh, this is Emerson. Let's see him. Yep. Oh my God, she's huge. She is so grown up. She wants to be a horse trainer when she grows up. Mm -hmm. She loves animals, singing, ice cream, and her family. And uh, Leo 
here's here's this dude. <laughs> Look at him in his little swoopy hair. Yeah. Uh, he wants to be a reptile keeper when he grows up. He loves birds, Pokemon, video games, and popcorn. Cute. So you just let them, you know, write whatever they want on it. But we took the pictures. So are we the cringy parents? I don't know. There but now, is always those back to school traditions. But though. now, yeah, now it's a tradition. Yeah. So now we just kind of were like locked in. It's expected. Have to do this thing every year. So what is it for you? What is that first day of school tradition? Let us know on the text line. 314-699-4766. Remy and Casey. All right, time to play the big three. Tam in Columbia, Illinois, on the phone. She's going to be playing alongside Casey this morning. Would you like to spin the wheel, see what you're playing? Spin it. Good spin, good spin, good spin. Oh, uh, today's game is called Fall Has Fallen. Yesterday, we even talked about how Lowe's and Home Depot are getting ready for Christmas stuff. <sighs> yeah. Way so, too soon. Fall's already here, according to every marketing company known to mankind. So let's uh, ask some questions about fall. You can go to Tam on one of these questions if you do not know it. And uh, she'll guess how many she thinks you got right at the end of this thing for the Jelly Roll tickets. Are you ready, Casey? I'm ready. Question number one. The race is on. Which chain can get their fall menus out the quickest? While we wait on the PSL release, this time next week, which chain has had pumpkin spice lattes and pumpkin coffee on tap since August 1st of this year? Is it A, Krispy Kreme, B, 7-Eleven, or C, Duncan? 7-Eleven. That's an odd choice that you would put 7-Eleven in there. They all have they all have some sort. They always participate in pumpkin something. All of these Krispy Kreme, Simulum, or Duncan. Yeah. Is that what you said? Gosh, I don't know because did, I feel like Duncan's really they do the race. They race with Starbucks they to do get races. it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Krispy Kreme, I don't know what they've got going on over there. I'm being honest. Fresh Dones. I think I'm going to say Krispy Kreme. Nope. Duncan. Final answer? Yes. What did you call 7-Eleven? <laughs> you know, Sam Malone. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that video? No. <laughs> Whatever. You'll have to show me after The this. real ones do. Question number two. We all know that pumpkin spice doesn't actually have any pumpkin in it. Casey, what is the number one ingredient in the pumpkin spice blend? Is it A- Nutmeg. Option. B. Allspice. Or C. Cinnamon. Um, I'm going cinnamon. Final answer? Yeah. Okay. Question number three. Every year, the most popular costume for Halloween switches based on current events. Stranger Things was huge last year. Anytime there's like a Marvel or new Disney movie out, those are usually huge. Barbie. Easy. Barbie. Oh, my gosh. Final answer. It's going to be huge this year. But what costume has stood the test of time? Casey, what is the most popular costume of all time? Is it A, witch, B, ghost, C, vampire? My first, um, my gut tells me witch. Tam, what what does your gut tell you? I'd say vampire. Dang, it's a different gut. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. It's a gut full of blood. I'm going to say ghost. I'm going to say ghost. <laughs> You're going all the way over to ghost. Yeah, it just feels like people are throwing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, final answer, ghost. Yes. Okay. 
We got a Tam now. How many out of three do you think Casey got right? Two. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about nutmeg. I don't know. Dang. Dang. Yeah, today was tough. All right. Even with multiple choice, it was tough. Run it. So 7-Eleven has had pumpkin spice lattes and pumpkin spice or pumpkin coffee out since August 1st. Yeah, I thought that was weird of you to throw that in there. And yep. they would, you know? Yeah, they don't care. They, right. They're, out there. they're like, we got to get this out of the stock room. Like, let's just put it out. Cinnamon is the most the uh, most abundant ingredient in pumpkin spice. Double, sometimes triple every other ingredient. But it always includes some sort of variation of nutmeg, ginger, cloves, allspice, and cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Someone put black pepper in there. As I said, it was a secret ingredient. I don't know. Unsure. And the most popular costume of all time has and always will be a witch. My gut. Yeah. Man. Ghost was like number seven on the list. Wow. Yeah. So. I just felt like ghost. It was more like like boys or girls would do that. That's true. Know. That's true. Fall has fallen indeed. Congratulations to Tam. You're still going to Jelly Roll on Saturday. Let's go. First day back to school traditions. Yeah. And we got a text message from the 314 that says, I'm a retired teacher, but my first day routine for my third grade students was to cut a piece of string that was the same length as my student's height. We then put that in a time capsule. We opened it on the last day of third grade so they could see how much they grew. That's cute. I thought that was awesome. She said, one year I had a student that didn't grow much. I did not want them to be upset. So I sneaked in. I snipped off a little bit of his string so that he thought that he grew. He was so excited. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's a cute idea. Yeah, it is a cute idea. And, and no one's there to verify, so that's what's great. Uh, what is your first day of school or your back-to-school traditions? Let us know on the text line. 314-699-4766. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Joe D. Messina was recently asked, back in her heyday of music, Beck, if it was 1990-something again, and she was calling a country music radio station, what song would she be requesting? Any guesses right off the bat? Probably something Faith Hill. Faith Hill? Yeah. That's a good choice. Thanks. You're wrong. She's in Trish the Dish. She oh, said, okay. I gotta have that Trisha Yearwood. She's in love with the boy. Such an anthem. And then she went on to say... That one time she was playing, um, Jody Messina was playing a show at a club. And when she was back behind the stage, she heard, you know, like before a show, there'll be like a DJ or the house is playing, you yeah. know, a mix of country, a country playlist. Yeah. They played. She's in love. And the crowd went so wild before the show had even begun yeah. that Jody Messina walked out on stage early, specifically so that she could FaceTime. Trisha Yearwood. That's awesome. From the stage, and everybody's like, oh my God, wait, there she is. Is it started? And meanwhile, she turns around the phone. Trisha Yearwood at the gym, sweaty. That's hilarious. Not, you know, not looking stage ready, obviously. And she just sees the whole crowd singing along to her song at a Jody Messina concert. Thousands of people in the crowd. <laughs> it's like bringing everybody to their door, their front door. <laughs> Can you imagine picking up a FaceTime call? Oh my gosh, it's Jody Messina. You pick it up and then instead of seeing her face, you just see a crowd of people. Yeah. She's in love with the boy. That's awesome. I always wonder this. I always wonder how uh, artists choose the songs that they, like their pre-show. 
Do they choose those? Yeah. Like two to three songs beforehand to get to, kind yes, of people a couple, yeah. riled up a little bit and get them going. But what if those are bigger than the actual intro to your set? <laughs> it can't be, right? <laughs> but in a way, I think it has to be. Like you have to play a little man, I feel like a woman or something just to get the people going. Because yeah. imagine like you can't play it. Sugarland stay and then yeah. come out, you know. You're not out there with Brett Young. No, absolutely not. <laughs> and it's no hate to Brett Young. He's just making lullabies out uh, here. Lady. Exactly. <laughs> so this is a pretty funny story that I wanted to share. I'll post more about it to our Facebook page. Remy and Casey. Evolution Fest is coming up at Forest Park, August 26th and 27th. And there's a whole bunch of artists. There's a whole bunch of barbecue, a whole bunch of bourbon. And we're here with Joe from Evolution Fest and also Trio's Barbecue. You guys started with a food truck, right? Yes. Trio's Cajun Barbecue. We're the big black truck with an alligator all over it. Joe, we announced Evolution Festival, right? So it's coming. We've had a couple months to marinate on the artists. Who's got the most hype around? Like, which artists have you heard the most hype? around? Gosh, that's a good question. I mean, uh, you know, I would say there's a lot of them because because we were really careful in how the, how we cur- curated the lineup. And so we wanted to have a little something for everyone. So there's a whole bunch of different fan bases that, you know, come together for a festival like this. So I would say if I'm being perfectly honest, the two that are generating the most buzz um, that I've seen are Ice Cube and yeah. Sugar Hill Gang. Just yeah. because, I'm not going to lie. I looked at the lineup again this morning and I was like, man, Sugar Hill Gang's coming. It's the 50th anniversary of hip hop. We're honored to have them. But there's also, I mean, you know, there's a lot, a lot of talk and hype about Brandi Carlile because yeah. she hasn't been back to St. Louis in, in a while. The Black Keys always put on an incredible show. The Black Crows, you know, Morgan Wade. And you, you brought barbecue guys here last time and now you brought barbecue guys this time <laughs> and I'm recovering from wisdom tooth surgery. And, I and can the just, studio just smells just like smells barbecue. so good in here. Awesome. Um, we really wanted to bring some of our bourbon partners as well because, you know, our three pillars of the festival are bourbon, barbecue, and music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we wanted to bring some of our bourbon partners in, but I... I think n- none of the morning show folks are interested in drinking on a drinking bourbon on a, a, I mean, a early morning. I don't know. Oh, you guys would have. All right, well, <laughs> 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 you'd be shocked at what people bring in here at eight in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Music, bourbon, and barbecue. Actually, the with your teeth, it might actually help. It, right? Yeah. It's just a it's a it's it's a gateway into my bloodstream no, just right off the bat. <laughs> uh, music, bourbon, and barbecue. The Evolution Festival uh, trio. You guys are here from. You guys have a food truck, obviously. Yes. Have, how long have you been doing this? So our food truck has been running for about two years, but we have items on our truck that nobody else. You're not going to find them anywhere else in St. Louis. So at the festival, we're going to have uh, boudin, which is a traditional Cajun sausage. Okay. It's spice and rice, and um, also we have a vegan vegetarian jambalaya but probably the coolest thing we've got is our sweet heat barbecue popcorn um doors open at two o'clock each day on saturday and sunday the music starts at three o'clock so it's we encourage everybody to just come out enjoy the park enjoy the enjoy the weekend uh enjoy the music enjoy the the barbecue enjoy the bourbon enjoy sort of like a, a backyard party kind of atmosphere so do you uh do you guys get in fights with other barbecue joints or you guys all play nice or no, no, <laughs> actually, Sugar Fire is a big cheerleader for us, and um, the barbecue community is tight. 
No back alley rib fights, that's yeah, for sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> August 26th and 27th, Forest Park. Joe, where can you get tickets? Uh, evolutionfestival.com. Tickets are available all different levels, general admission, VIP, single day, weekend, evolutionfestival.com for everything. Sounds good. Well, thanks, guys, for coming in. Thank you. Thanks for having us. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes, brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we say thank you to Heather Fred, nominated by Tammy Johnson. She is a paramedic in Jackson and Perry County, mother of four children, sister, daughter, wife, niece, and friend to everyone, and a dog mom to four pups. Oh, four. Heather, thank you for everything that you do. Tammy sent you a request song. It's Jason Aldean. Got what I got on 92.3 WIL. Tons and tons of texts on the show today regarding what breed you are loyal to when it comes to dogs. Yeah. Very passionate about this. A lot of people are. Uh, Mini Golden Doodles didn't know they existed. Yeah, you did. Thought they just existed in regular golden doodle size. No, I think if you saw one, you'd be like, oh, yeah, one of those. They always miniaturize everything, I feel like, yeah. in the breeding game. Uh, I said, I feel like after having a Sheltie and these German short hair pointer lab mixes and a golden retriever, that golden retriever would win out of all of those. I feel like I could be happy with a golden retriever for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So, but you've had dogs across the board. Yes. And I still have to say, if you gave me one with four legs, I would love it regardless. <laughs> I just don't know that I can be so um, loyal to one, but people are, people like lab people only get labs. Golden people get another golden. Yep. English bulldogs uh, from the 636 had them since I was a kid. I feel like that has a lot to do with it too. If you had the dog when you were a child and growing up with that dog, it probably yeah. helps a lot uh, for your loyalty to that breed as well. Let us know on the text line 314-699-4766 if you are loyal to one dog breed in particular. We had a, a good conversation about that this morning. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast and we will see you tomorrow for a Friday. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 92.3 W-I-L.